All right, everybody. Hey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Worth the Hassle? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we look at all those things that you're doing every day. We try them out and we really dig deep and ask ourselves, is it, Wait, is it worth the hassle? Was it? Is it? Should it be? Should we have bothered? Did we get what we put in or more or way less? Way less, usually. Yeah. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. So yeah, today I... Uh, when I was driving in, I, I saw a line outside of Miss Shirley's. And for those of you who aren't local, mm, yeah. uh, Miss Shirley's is a brunch, lunch, diner esque location that ha- tourist, I think tourist, tourist trap. trap. Yeah. Uh, that there's because a- I I don't know anybody in Baltimore that is like. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get go ready. To, we're gonna go to Miss Shirley's. Shirley's. Yeah, sorry, I gotta, I can't, I can't do anything Sunday morning. We have to go wait in line to get into Miss Shirley's. Right, but that's the thing. So like, there's a line outside. And it's taking up pretty much the entire sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's one there's one right by you, where you live. Yep. And then there's one up uh, where we practice for improv. Right. Um, and so there, there's two two locations. I think there's a third, but I, I know of mm. two. Right. Um, but I've never seen the one uh, up north where, like, w- like, with crowds and everything. Right. So right. I can't I can't judge it. But I do know for a fact that, like, the one here, whenever mm-hmm. I come in the morning, is always crowded. And yeah. I just don't know if the food is worth it. Uh, I can I can tell you okay. um, that it is not. Okay. Uh, the uh, the famous dishes there. Uh, went, so when I moved to Baltimore about six years ago, mm-hmm. something like that, we had to try it. And in fact, uh, we usually save most of our touristy stuff for when somebody's in town. So Is mom, that a way just so that it doesn't make it look like you're a tourist? It just makes them look like I think that's like part of it. Okay. It's, it's also about mitigating that hassle. So Got if it. it was just for me and and amy it probably wouldn't be worth it it's like right. oh, oh we have to do this thing and rub elbows with these tourists and right who cares but uh at this time my mom was in town mm. so we uh yeah made a reservation and uh you know got in there bumped elbows had to wait for a bit and uh i can tell you uh that it's basically like eating at shoney's have you ever eaten at shoney's is that God, a, a place shoney's is like old school old school uh i felt like the experience was a lot like eating at shoney's minus the buffet plus an obsession with mediocre crap the best part about shoney's was the ability to like have cheese sauce to put on my potatoes mm. yeah that was a good time hi little cat hi nitro i can say in our ongoing experiment of is it worth it to shut down the recording room close all the windows and doors um I'm starting to lean towards yes. Okay. I know it gets hot in here. And so it's it's like we're at we're at one of those trade-offs that right. that we hate encountering on this show, which is if we if we do it, it's effort. We got to close the room up right. and then we got to sweat it out. I think the other thing is that maybe we just let them come in first before we start recording cuz Nitra seems to be getting all nice and settled. Yeah, no. And she's pretty good. She just walked in and said hello as anyone th- should when they enter a room. This is and this is where I want to come back to the the thinking of chance because we didn't know that she was going to come in or when she was going to come in. Sure. We could have fetched her and yep. sort of made her come in and sit down. But I think um you know, odds are she heard us talking. Yeah, thought she's got this sounded like a fun room. She's I know, I know. She's already checked out, yeah. so this conversation yeah, isn't worth it. Nope. Um, and we'll move on. Yep. But uh, I did just want to say, for those listening at home, that was my cat Nitro. She uh, she wanted to come in and say hello, and, and she, she did. did. Well, with that, I guess we should uh, go ahead and get to our guest. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited 
about you should be our interview today because i think depending on what she says could save us all a lot of trouble a lot of time and and stress yeah yeah or put it back on our plates there you go we'll We'll find out all right well unless there's anything else no let's get to it all right we'll be right back Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Hey, and hello and welcome back. Jonathan, you don't have to mumble when we come back from break. That's it's kind of my thing. Is it? Yeah, like it, I just it, I, I come in with like the soft it's like, your signature. Hey. Have you gotten feedback on that? I have not. It, well, yes, just now. Okay. Um, but no, no, not prior to this. No one has ever said anything. I just it's kind of my thing. Cool. I'd, I'd like to keep it. Right. If you if you have a problem with it, I don't. And okay, if, good. And That's if good. I if I did, I would take that off off the air because um, rudely we're talking with a guest in the room. Yeah. Uh, without introducing them, uh, folks, please welcome Anna Belsley Kennedy. Uh, Anna Belsley, how are you? I'm good, Marty. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, we appreciate and, uh, it and yeah. bringing your expertise. Sure. And um, can I just say, it's never too early to start learning. So I want to throw out there for everyone listening: the banter that you two have is so perfect for a party oh. or a wedding. Oh. That's exactly the kind of back and forth that um, you want to provide okay. for for the guests. So you you're already on a, off to a good start. We don't nice. host enough parties anymore. Uh, it's true, and um, we could revisit it again. Like our answers have been known to change, but currently yeah. we're in the not worth it for, for yeah, parties. Yeah, it's definitely an, for the an, kinds of parties. An issue because uh, we had we had two episodes where we attempted to have a party, one party where uh, we cooked the food and brought everything, and then another yeah, party where uh, everyone brought the things that we needed. So a potluck, potluck style. Yeah, yes. um, both were way too much of a hassle. So really? there wasn't really much of a medium right that is one of the key aspects uh with parties is setting the tone so that you're comfortable with the amount of effort you're putting out Mm. so that your guests immediately feel like they're coming into a place of welcoming Mm -hmm. and a low stress if you go into it you know already being a little um let's say agitated by the amount of work it was then Mm -hmm. it's it's just gonna fall apart right right in front of your eyes Mm. right uh, now, you're already dropping some really good expert knowledge uh, on us. But before we go too far, I do want to to drop your bona fides. So the listeners at home who may not have heard of you, uh, Annabelle Kennedy. And it, it sounds like Kennedy, but when you see it written down, it's clearly not like right. John F. Or- it's so different. And, uh, you know, that was, for years and years of my life, it was such a confusing thing. I would mm-hmm. say Kennedy and mm-hmm. people would immediately ask me. Uh, you know, very detailed questions about how I felt uh, about certain events right. in mm. our political past. Um, so to clear that up, you know, I had the spelling change. So I'm very clearly mm. not a Kennedy. Right. right. Um, but you Although know, it is pronounced like it's still a homophone. It still exactly. sounds like Kennedy. Still right. say it like Kennedy. Um, I still get invited to a lot of Kennedy related 
parties. Nice. Oh, which is, I just look at his research, you know? Yeah. yeah. It really works out well. Right. And uh, yeah, your book, Take the Rude Out of Crudite, Bringing Manners Back to the 21st Century, mm. uh, was quite a page turner and uh, definitely Thank worth you. the read, I have to say. It was worth was the it? effort. It w- was? Okay. Yeah. I got it in hardback uh, from the wow. library. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, you want... If you're willing to shell out the thirty nine ninety five, you want to purchase it because, as you know, mm. it doubles as a um, a serving platter if you fold down yeah. the sides mm-hmm. and with the hardback, and it has little coaster spots. Yeah, I in was the top. really impressed with the workmanship on Thank those. You. That's uh, getting any kind of book printed is not a small task, and wow. having a functional, like double functional cover. Uh, wow, it was amazing, Thank and you. I was very sad to have to return it to the library. Well, yeah. you didn't technically have to. You just have to pay the fine. Um, well, we can we yeah. can talk about going up against institutions. Uh, yeah, again, that's... but that's that's another previous episode. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, I think that was uh, episode thirty-seven. Yes. fighting the law. Um, yeah, the law wins. Law always wins. So one of the things uh, I'm somewhat dreading this uh, next couple of months is I have three weddings to go to, mm-hmm. um, and. I only I didn't I didn't get a plus one to any of them, mm. and sometimes I feel like maybe it's just they're like, well, they he's single, like he doesn't have anybody in his life. Uh, my, oh, sorry, they didn't offer you. A yeah, plus they didn't one. offer me. A oh plus my one, gosh, which is fine because I I also I understand like as a as a guest, I'm not paying for my food, um, so that that's fine. Like I appreciate that, uh, but there's one wedding I'm going to that I don't know anyone mm. but the bride and groom. Uh-huh. And so that kind of freaks me out. Right. Um, because of the fact that, like, I won't know anyone there. And I'm usually, like, I, Marty and I have this banter that we could start a party with because of the fact that, like, I'm cool with him. Right. But, like, it, is it is it wrong to ask for just, like, I wouldn't even call it a plus one. I'd call it, like, a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, An ally. An ally, yeah. Well, Jonathan, here's the thing. When you're hosting a wedding, um, no one really wants to be bogged down by those questions. You know, right. the bride and groom, I, 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 I see where you're coming from. I've been there. I've certainly been on the receiving end of that. Mm. The bride and groom are questioning a lot right now. Have they picked the right soulmate? Are they mm. making the right decision? Do they really want to declare love for this person in front of a hundred or so people? They have a lot on their minds. So the best thing you can do is just look at this as a challenge. How can you be the center of attention on the guest side without taking away from the bride? How can you come into this situation Mm. that seems daunting, I understand, and look at it as an opportunity? You know, be the guest with the the most um, stylish jacket or tie. Mm. You know, be the one who... uh, is entertaining people as they're waiting in the long buffet line. Right. Or, you know, hop into the men's room and hand out towels and mints and, uh, you know, provide oh. a service that they might not have provided oh, themselves. Oh, maybe get some tips. There you, you go. Could, you could I, I could actually make, yeah. And you can keep those. That is completely, completely in the uh, etiquette code. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, this is, Anna Belsley, this is so interesting because we, we talk a lot on the show about how to decide if something is worth it. Mm-hmm. Laying out just like chart after chart. We've mm-hmm. got... Um, you can always check out the shared Google Drive uh, we have online, uh, Facebook Docs. We've we've uploaded some of those extensive spreadsheets for deciding wow. whether it's worth it to have an exercise right. regime or go outside or climb a mountain. Uh, one thing that we've shied away from typically is trying to make something worth it. 
if that makes sense. It like, does. Like going that mile, finding that jacket, deciding that you're going to extract the value from this event because you're sort of obligated to do it. Right. Uh, and honestly, that's because we're terrified. It's uh, It seems like a, a very selfish thing at times. Uh, do you have any advice for someone who maybe doesn't feel ready to to get the value that maybe they deserve of course and i you know i blame technology for Mm. uh this whole uh revolution of of is it worth it do i put effort into things we're so used to having the convenience and answers and and uh solutions at our fingertips definitely Mm -hmm. no one wants to go out and make that effort anymore to uh you know change something that could go from good to great or bad to good or mm. awful to tolerant, you know. Um, so, you know, what I think, what I think everyone should do is uh, just look at what you really want in life. Jonathan, mm. do you want to always be invited without a guest? I'm hearing no. No, I I enjoy mm. like being able to bring someone that exactly. I know. Exactly. So look at this uh, upcoming wedding as a chance to meet that person. Hmm. Who will always be your plus one. Ah. And uh, don't be afraid of it. This could be the chance that you've always been waiting for. See, I always thought it was difficult to, like, find somebody at a wedding. I always felt like Wedding Crashers was, uh, like, a farce when it came to, like, movies and, well, and concepts. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, definitely over the top. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I don't know many people in, in general that have been any sort of success finding uh well and, a and mate if you will just within our our show history i mean we did uh episode 49 was about online dating episode mm-hmm. 52 was about app dating uh turned out to be very similar as you can see like a lot of the things that we do here pertain to me being single which i think is fine um yeah. but i well we try to have you know we don't really get paid to do the podcast. Right. So, you know, we want to have it do double duty. We right. want it to be worth it for us to keep doing it. If we just keep, I, I guess my, my concern is that wedding season seems to be every season except winter, which right. seems fine. Like just fall weddings. You want to have that nice like color in the background with the trees. Sure. Right. Summer weddings. You can be a little bit more uh, fun with, uh, you know, the, beautiful lush greens right. and such dressing down dressing down yeah right flip flops um, which is uh it's a questionable by the way um mm. as far as respect goes flip flops to weddings yeah. I'm, yeah i'm not gonna support it I'm, okay i have to say so for all yeah, those it, listening please wear a wear a, a fastener on your shoes mm. oh yeah mm-hmm. i do have just another thing uh one of the weddings that i i'm going to uh, the after party is going to be split between a elk lodge and then the bride's parents' house um, simultaneously. Yeah, are you assigned to an after party? So it seems choose? that there's going to be open rotation, if you will. Hmm. So you can go between either or, but it starts at like one, mm-hmm. and then one a.m. No, one p.m. Oh, okay. And then goes to question mark. Right. That seems like a very uh, intimidating situation. I'm not sure I'm 100% like, ooh. It sounds like they're testing you. Okay. So Mm. this is, I would not approach this decision 
of where to go as casual. Um, I think once you're there, you do kind of need to feel the the vibe and, right. and you know see if um, if you're if you're taken or smitten with any of the okay. guests. Certainly go where where that person's going. Uh, but it seems like a test of maybe um, who you care for more, the bride or the groom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would so- think about you know making this uh, a way to show your allegiance or respect for one of them right. more than the other. I have I have a question and I don't maybe there's no answer to this yet, but are the bride and the groom going to the separate after parties? I would like to think that. I'd like they, like they would so, split up. Yeah, so the person who the 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 groom is uh in the military. Mm. Uh so this could be in essence a very large non like nondescript capture the flag situation. Um, which kind of sounds exciting now mm-hmm. to think about it. Because okay. now I'm also a little bit worried if I'm looking for the person, like, you know, a, a person to, to be smitten with. Right. And then I follow them. I'm kind of now a stalker. Mm-hmm. And that kind of is off-putting. Well, you know, you 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 have to use some skills of um, of discretion. Okay. So you can easily, some, some ways to maintain uh, the proper rules of etiquette while not appearing like a stalker right. when yeah. you're looking for that person, which we've all been there. Yeah. I know I have. Uh, still am. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite parts of your book. Uh, oh, just thank you. Not only extremely practical advice, but just very emotionally grounding, feeling like, oh, yeah, okay, somebody gets it. Like, yes. she's also been there. I have. And, you know, it's it, it comes up. You can go in with the best plan, mm-hmm. and you can still get there and, and panic. Okay. And then mm-hmm. all those... All those preparations are out the window so what you want to do is um you want to you want to ask uh the proper time is 40 minutes before the reception is over okay you start to ask in a group setting Mm. so which after party is everyone attending because the dual after party is actually a bit of a a bit of a trend that's that's picking up Mm. so you you put it out in a group setting you're just being polite right just being the person who's Who's asking how everyone's right. doing? Mm-hmm. What their plans are? It makes you look very, very respectful. Take you know, uh, take a listen, see what everyone says. Hopefully, the person you're smitten with answers. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you know you catalog it. You go about your business for the next forty minutes. You do not spend mm. time with that smitten person. You mm. let it breathe, and okay. then you you uh, attend wherever they're going. While keeping a watchful eye to make sure their cha- their plans don't change, as we all know, right. at the end of a wedding reception, yeah, your plans can change real quick, real quick. Yeah, so you do have to be on your toes, but from a from a safely watching distance, which I would say is thirty five to sixty feet. Okay, so just normal safe space. Exactly, distance. like okay. someone is at the dessert table. Someone else is by the DJ booth. That's okay. about the distance you want to be. Right. Yeah, so out of out of your shot. Normal restraining order distance. Uh, well, I'm well, used it's, to that. It's well inside of that, but yeah. Okay. That and then fun. you know, once you arrive at the same destination, again, don't don't worry about a big greeting. Don't worry about um, pretending as if you're surprised that they're there. That's oh, a huge right. faux pas that mm. I see at a lot of parties. Uh, what you want to do is just get right to it. What are you looking for in life? Just that, just straight up. Wow. Yeah, at this point, um, you know, everyone's been partying for roughly five hours. Yeah, they want to. They've been giving a lot of good, uh, good wishes and good tidings mm-hmm. to the the bride and groom. 
they want to be asked about themselves at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Like there's there's just goodwill fatigue. Right. Like you've had enough of the 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 family and the bride and the groom and it's it's time to, you know, get something for you. Yeah, humans actually have a maximum amount of time that they can spend uh wishing others well when okay. it comes to a party or wedding setting. And uh that's what, you know, my book goes into is yeah. do not ask of your guests more than you are able to give. Right. So, you know, at the after party is really designed for the guests to explore their wants and their needs and what they're looking for in life. Now that they've witnessed someone else's big event, it's time to turn the tables. Don't be hmm. surprised if the bride and groom aren't even at the after party. They're starting their new life. You know, they have right. a lot of questions. In fact, maybe the dual after party is, is a smokescreen so that they, they don't have to be out. So do you think one. there's like a third like secret? Maybe they're just leaving town. You right. Know, they, okay. They just have now they have plausible deniability. Someone at one party says, "I didn't see you." They said we were at the other party, and they could give that same excuse to someone who was at the party they claimed to be at. I guess my biggest concern is I'm not sure uh, how far of a distance the lodge is to the, mm. the, the the parents' house. Right. And then I'm like, well, how much am I drinking? And then how much am I walking? Mm-hmm. slash do i have to drive back and forth right. there's a lot of questions i have about this which shuttle. is exciting to find out later those are those are excellent questions um you know a bit boring on the logistics side i must say but um well that is that important. is how we tend to do things yeah. here is they, uh, you know we like to plan out exactly the experience we're going to have before we attempt to have it etiquette isn't only important um for the hosts of the party or the wedding it's mm. it's um well, it's not just for the guests. It's also for the hosts. Okay. And those hosts should have given you some indication of mileage, of um, transportation. Okay. So if you are hosting a party mm-hmm. or a wedding, um, you know, let your guests know what they're in for when it comes to traveling from place to place. Right. Take it a step further. Uh, you know, figure out where all of them live. You can easily do that these days with the yeah. internet. Yeah, and this used s- to be much harder when you had it to get out like was. the Rand McNally atlas and like map these things out oh, with a it string. Was all manual, and you had to translate like um, you know an estimated string distance mm-hmm. to actual mileage. That's why my book focuses on the the more recent years, right? Because you can look up someone's address. You can when you send them their invitation, you can tell them, uh, you know. I think it'll take you 27 minutes to arrive at your destination. Please plan accordingly because the last thing you want is someone showing up late. Right. Mm. I mean that, I'll be honest, that is rule number one that you're going to break. If you show up late, you might as well have just released poison Mm. into the entire event. Wow. Wow. Well, on that note, uh, I think it's time for everybody's favorite game. Roll out of bed. Roll out. Of bed. Uh, now, Anna Belsley, I don't know if you're a listener uh, of the show, mm. but uh, this is a game where we ask uh, our listeners to mm-hmm. write in, and they uh, they write in on yes. Twitter uh, or Facebook, where we have to ask, and uh, they just send us questions. Um, Excellent. They they have things that they are expected to do, or maybe want to do, and sure. they they want to know. Like where where do we sit on it? You know, we're we're logicians. We mm-hmm. we sit down and we do the logistics mm-hmm. and we work out in excruciating detail whether something is going to be worth it for them. Beautiful. And and we just sound off. Uh, and we would love your advice on some of these as well. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh so this first one comes from uh Trevor K 
in uh, oh, just on Facebook. I don't have a location. Hello, Trevor. <laughs> uh, so Trevor was uh, asking this. He has a problem with when uh, people take their shoes off at uh, and, and go onto the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So he was wondering what would be the appropriate uh, reaction to, uh, to expect if he brought socks for everyone to wear to to put on if you took your shoes off. So speaking, he's a guest. He so would be he a would guest and he would be bringing for socks for other people to use because it bothers him that people take their shoes off um, if they're not wearing socks. Sure. You know, I really appreciate uh, how much he's thinking about the presentation of one's feet. Mm-hmm. I'd say a lot of people at weddings do kick their shoes off in the height of the moment, in a moment right. of joy. They haven't gotten a pedicure. Their feet aren't summer ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, God forbid a, a wedding's in the winter. They certainly haven't tended to their feet in the proper grooming ways. It right. is very uh, disrespectful to um, unshoe an improperly groomed foot. Okay. So I would say, yes, bring socks. You cannot force people to put them on. That's where you're overstepping around. Okay. Hmm. You can't sit someone down and actually put the sock on their foot. That involves too much touching. I, right. don't, yeah. I don't encourage that. And this isn't, you know, like a foot locker or a DSW. You're no. not there to yeah, make You're also sale. not Mr. Deeds. Right. Yeah. No, you're not. You're Everyone's there to have a good time. But we should always remember, you know, what what we look like. Yeah. So I I applaud him thinking ahead. I would say do it. I would say the bride and groom if they um if they feel the same about uh let's say let's call them smelly. I don't usually use that word. Let's call them smelly feet. They will be incredibly thankful. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We we can bleep that out in post if you would like. Okay. Good. Uh, great. Well, I think that's fantastic advice. Uh, we have one here from Teresa P in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, she's going to be attending a wedding where they have a cookie table Mm, and, uh, she's very worried about what to bring. She's not sure if she should purchase something Mm -hmm. or try to go for homemade, uh, and how far, uh, out of her usual price range of grocery store cookies should she be looking for this? Mm. Well, the thing with the cookie table trend is that, um, no one labels their cookies. So I'll be honest, whatever, uh, you want to bring and put on the table, um, it won't be traced back necessarily to who contributed it. Mm, nice. So I'll be honest because it's a newer trend and no one's quite figured out how to handle it. Uh, it's a bit of a free for all right now. So again, wow. going back to not expecting of others any more than you're willing to give yourself, I think uh, everyone should use this time in the new trend period to stake their claim and make it known what kind of energy they're willing to give. If you're a baker and you expect that of others, then I want to see homemade cookies. I want to see something original. Right. Chocolate chip with a a hint of uh, mango, perhaps. Mm. Um, You know, peanut butter, but, um, you know, broken up into tiny little pieces that spell out um, good day, sir. Something creative. Nice, yeah. Um, if you're not, if you're more of a, you know, a busy cosmopolitan gal who's on the go and doesn't have time for baking, which most of us don't anymore, right? Pop by Whole Foods, get your favorite cookies, and put them on the table. Hmm. I like it. You really can't go wrong, but use this time to make it known who you are and what you stand for. So it's really not just a cookie table; it's more of a um, 
like an identity statement. It re- it's your uh, declaration of identity. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Which in that case, my advice was going to be, um, don't bother. Go in with somebody else. But um, you've really changed my mathematics on that. Right. I mean, if you're if the message you want to send is that you need a partner and right. that you can't do it alone, then that is exactly the choice to make. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Jonathan, uh, do you yep, have one more? I got one more. Uh, this is from Chloe G. from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, seems that she only gets invited to parties that she's DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, so her her concern is is that uh, she doesn't have any friends, so she's not getting invited to any parties except the ones that are buying her to come there. Um, is it she? Her her real question is: uh, Is it wrong to make try to attempt to make new friends while not doing a good job as a DJ? Oh. So she wants to make, make new friends at the party right. while she's being paid to perform a service. Correct. But it also seems like she's willing to drop the service while at a party that she's supposed to be working to make new friends um, mm. just to be able to go to other parties. That's true. Uh, you know, I always I always say, though, if there's a contract involved... That is that is what you have to honor first. All That's right, why yeah. I make contracts for everything. Oh. I make um, business contracts when I'm um, advising someone on proper etiquette. Right. Obviously, book contracts. Right. And I make friendship contracts. Mm. So I know if I'm attending an event held by friends or if I'm inviting friends to my home, I'm not doing it in a business aspect where I will be giving them tips. I'm right. off the clock. They are mm. coming in a friendship capacity. And um, while I may take mental notes of what they're doing for future Mm. communications like this, um, I will not be bringing it up. It's a time to just converse and enjoy each other's company. And that's all lined out in the contract that I set up before I host the party. So what I suggest is if she wants to branch out from DJing into friendship, um, Make those contracts on the side during her DJ breaks okay. and and decide with people we are going to enter an attempted friendship right. on this date, but we can't talk about it more right now because she is on the clock. Yeah, so I was thinking just go to a park. You can meet a lot of new people there. I honestly think it's it's extremely difficult. We're all busy now. The economy is not where it once was. No. And uh, I imagine working as a DJ, you're pulling odd hours. Yeah. You're, you're not getting a lot of sleep. And she probably doesn't have a lot of downtime to no, go probably not. Uh, spend if, time at a park. So if she communicates through music mostly. She mm. might not even be able to have a good conversation, to be mm-hmm. honest. Have you yeah. ever been at a party and tried to talk to someone who... Uh, who doesn't talk much for their job. It's it's quite right. excruciating, which is why one of the chapters is my in my book is about um, what to do when you're trapped in a conversation that's um, incredibly painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have to say, I look forward to putting some of these tips to use. Great. Uh, well, that's it for our game. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for all of your suggestions. Remember, uh, hit us up online at wehaveToask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehaveToask and send in your questions. We want to know. Uh, what are you worried about? And is it worth it? We'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, well, Anna Belsley, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thank your you. expertise uh, was extremely valuable to me. And uh, I have no regrets about signing your contract. Ah, thank and, you. Uh, Jonathan, you I hope I hope you feel similarly. And uh, I'm not our, willing to pick up a pen right now. That's that's all right. Yeah. I forged your signature. 
I didn't think it would be worth it to convince you, so I just did the illegal thing. I'm glad we're super behind that then. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you feel about uh, your upcoming wedding season? Any any better? <sighs> no. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Anna Belsley Kennedy, author of Take the Rude Out of Crudite, bringing manners back to the 21st century. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you. All right, folks. We'll be right back. Keeping track of your everyday activities can be such a hassle. The world has given us smart watches, smartphones, but what we really need are smart calendars. With Zachary's smart calendars, you'll be able to have that desktop calendar that you've always wanted that's actually smart. Input all the information you need right there on the calendar with a pen, a pencil, or a marker, and then you'll be able to go back to it and check it out. There's no reason that you can't keep up to date with all of your activities. Zachary's smart calendar. That's right. Today is it. And we're back. Hey, so I did, did a little research, uh-huh. which I know is not something that I, I tend to do. Right. Um, it was a little rude. You were on your phone yeah. the whole time we were saying goodbye. So when when Annabelle was talking about like following people, mm-hmm. she seemed like she knew a lot about how to like high oh absolutely and all that stuff yeah the chapters in her yeah. book are very thorough she she changed her name because she has a few outstanding warrants um, oh. on stalker charges in at least three other states three other states yeah, is that a total of four states four states wow yeah do you want to share with that i mean this is kind of kind i'm of just breaking. worried that now you've signed us into a contract that i didn't read well wait, that may wait, wait a waive our let rights me, to charge her if she starts staying outside here. of the house i'm not seeing anything about oh no there it is yeah uh proximity and accommodation oh uh-huh technically she is now a tenant of our recording studio great rent free mm-hmm. huh yep well that's uh very smooth bargaining on her part, I have to say. Well, it's good that we uh, we have this because next week's episode is actually going to be about contract reading, mm-hmm. um, which is not like we've had this book for two months. So it's odd yeah. that it's coming up next, but I'll be happy to hear if we can find a way to get out of this. Right. Because at some point, if we can get that contract out, let's say that takes five, six months, mm-hmm. she may end up getting squatter rights. And now we're screwed. Um, I don't know. It could be nice to have somebody else banging around the place. Okay, that's, I don't know. That's just another mouth that we're going to have to feed. I don't think there was anything about feeding her in there. I'm just, it's, I'm just assuming just the, that if, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, there's a clause on provisioning in mm-hmm. La Croix? La, La Croix? Is that that? The sparkling this, water? Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to have three different kinds of that on hand at all times. Does it say anything about having to take her to Miss Shirley? Not specifically. Um, oh, but brunch at the place of her choice. So, fuck. yeah, right. she could invoke that. Okay. Well, you know, it'll be a challenge. Yeah. We'll see. Remember, the promise we made when we came back after our hiatus, we can we always... We don't talk about babies. We can. Okay, yes, we don't talk about babies. But yeah. the other promise we made... Was that if we feel like it's not worth it, we can just torpedo this whole podcast, burn the studio to the ground, collect the insurance money, and walk away. I think we need to stop talking about illegal things on here that we're doing, because at some point, 
like these go up online and then people right. are just going to know like this is evidence. I have the the greatest trust in our audience. The <laughs> utmost respect. I don't think you've met any of our audience. No, I haven't. Absolutely. Okay. I only know them through Twitter and Facebook. Well, now that we have Anna Belsley, maybe we'll get to meet all of them because she'll be teaching us how to hide in bushes. Oh, is that that's how you want to meet them, huh? That's not how I want to meet them, but I feel like that's what she's an expert in, and we're, we'll just adapt. All right. Well, we'll see, folks. This is an exciting new development and quite a twist for us. Until next time, this has been another episode of Is It Worth the Hassle? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, I didn't come up with anything. It would just take too long. See you all next time. This episode of Is It Worth the Hassle? was brought to you by Zachary Smart Calendar. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.